Hi, you're listening to Screen of the Crime. I'm Tess. And I'm Maggie, and this is a podcast where we talk about true crime and what would happen if your favorite TV and movie characters committed those crimes. Welcome back to another episode of Screen of the Crime. Yeah, we're back. Um, We actually have a lot to talk about. We went to Boston Um, last weekend. Yeah. And it was super fun. I had a great time. Um, I have nothing else to say. (laughs) Okay. For some reason, I feel like this... Well, one, it's been brought to our attention that Maggie's mean to me. And I was getting ready for you to be mean to me about Boston. Yeah, Tess snored in her sleep, and I got very little sleep that night. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, some I, that's, I didn't think that's what we were going to talk about. Oh. Um, so in Boston, we <laughs> walked through the whole entire city, which was fun. And then I wanted to take a single picture <laughs> in the Boston Commons. Yeah. And it started pouring down so hard <laughs> and it soaked us so badly and it everyone did. was complaining and I was like it's just a little bit of rain everyone. I <laughs> no I was on your side it was a fun time yeah I enjoyed it yeah I just think it was kind of funny because <laughs> we, it was we went had the two extremes of states of being so un- incredibly hot because it was so hot out mm-hmm. we were walking around a lot and then just completely soaking wet yeah it was good yeah but um we stayed at a wonderful lesbian couple's airbnb with their dogs and it was great yeah it was amazing and then the next morning we went to brunch at this the prudential center it was like a rooftop brunch place Mm -hmm. it was so fancy i felt like such a rich person it was fun. It was a good time. Oh, yeah, no. Best best breakfast. And then on the way out of Boston, while I was passed out in the back seat, we got into a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thrust into the back of Tessa's seat, my kneecaps hitting the metal parts. And um, so that was fun. Yeah. Everyone's fine except for the car. The car is even, not even... It's not. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't our fault, really. No, it was, someone was, like, swerving up ahead, and so the people were trying to avoid that car, and then we, like, bumped into the car in front of us. Also, neither of us were driving, so there's that. It's not our fault at all. (laughs) Even if it was our fault, you know what I mean? Even if it was our fault, it wouldn't be our fault. If it was our car's fault, it wasn't our fault. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. What else? What else is there? Fourth of July happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was exciting. Um, Didn't we already talk about that? Well, that was... No, we haven't recorded since then. Oh, yeah. Fourth of July was Thursday. I thought it was a Sunday for some reason. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fourth of July happened. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, I'm slowly moving into my new apartment, which is nice. Um, so, it's a movie knickknack first, so that's terrible. <laughs> Because, like, we, we have Tessa's car, which is a, a Volkswagen Beetle, and it holds nothing um, except for my one suitcase. So that only carried half my jackets, 
which is saying something about my clothing collection. Mm-hmm. But um, we're waiting for my, my parents are driving up with the Honda Odyssey to move me out, actually. But I have the key, so it's like, why not move my stuff out? Yeah. But the only thing that fits in the car are knickknacks, and you can't move knickknack first into a room. I mean, yeah, whatever. It happens. Um, I'm trying to think. Congratulations to the U.S. women's soccer team for being amazing and winning the World Cup for the uh, second World Cup in a row. Yes. Because that's amazing. Go women. Yes. They, they're they all just amazing. Um, yeah, it really makes me want to be much more in shape, you know? No. Um, we're on our first day of the Whole30 diet. Um, the only thing I own are strawberries. So. I've had strawberries and an ache today. And blueberries. Mm-hmm. These are really good. Yeah, so we'll probably be suffering the next 30 days. We'll if you don't hear from me, it's because I died of starvation. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have uh, oatmeal, which we can't eat in the, in, the, in the cabinet, but if I break, that's what I'll be eating. That's fair. I brought the rest over to my new apartment. You've done you've you've done the whole thirty two times before. You can yeah. break once. I'll try not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to. I'm saving it up for when I go to Maine, and then I'll just like binge, and yeah. it'll be all for naught, you know. But well, yeah. that's not the point. The lobster will just taste better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I'm thinking <laughs> like well, also the one other fly I realized I have is that one today at work. There was so much free food, uh, which is unfortunate. But I could just drink a lot of coffee because there was a lot of free coffee. But yeah. two, because I obsessively watch cooking shows, my YouTube like recommended is all cooking videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, God damn it. Like the Bon Appetit ca- Test Kitchen, just all of my recommended. So it's just like, ooh, that's unfortunate. And the other thing is there's so much stuff where it's like, it would be fine, except for there's like, you forget about a sauce or like one ingredient that like you think would be okay but it's not and you're just like damn it so yeah um anyways um so today episode today's episode is vonch's episode yes so patreon vonch requested a show to do so we had to work around it so today tess is doing the case i'm the only one in this group that's seen the show yes which is going to be a surprise. You'll never get to know it until it's my turn to speak. Okay. All right. So then I will get to the case. So I'm doing the case of... I'm just in my mind mentally preparing how to say this woman's last name. Fugate? Yeah. Okay. Or fug it. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm sorry. All right. So I'm doing the case of uh, Carly... Fugate, I almost said it like how you said it. And uh, Charles Starkweather. So, this will mainly focus on Charles Starkweather. That's more or less who this is about. But Men are always the crazy ones. But it involves both of them. Mm -hmm. So, the early life of Charles. Charles was born in Lincoln, Nebraska in 1938. And he's the third of seven children of Guy and Helen Starkweather. And the Starkweathers were a working class family in Nebraska, and his father was a carpenter who was often unemployed due to rheumatoid arthritis. Got it. 
And then um, during Guy's periods of unemployment, Helen uh, waitress to support the family. Good for her. So, Starkweather attended Saratoga Elementary School in uh, Irving Junior High School and Lincoln High School. Uh, oh, in Lincoln, Nebraska? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing. Keep going. Okay. Um, so, in contrast to his family life, which he said was fine, uh, he hated school because he was bullied. <laughs> Aw. Um, Little baby bullied. Yeah, he was born with a birth defect called Genu uh, Vayrum. What did that do to him? Uh, it just made his legs misshapen. I don't know if that means. So they were funny shapes? I don't know what that means. I'm going to do a quick Google image search because I I read that and I was like, oh, I should look that up. And then I kept reading. So <laughs> he also stuttered. So that's the other oh, reason why course, I got bullied. Just like the last one. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, did everyone fucking stutter become, who started to become a psychopath? Because like. No. No, but. They murdered people because they were made fun of because of their stuttering. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. All right, Google imaging. Let's see what this is. Limpets are disgusting. Oh, it just means your knees are like bent inwards. Can I see? Or outwards. May I see? Yeah. Oh. So it's <laughs> interesting. Okay. I always had that fear that mine, not not like I would have that disorder, but like, you know, some people just stand like that. Yeah. I was like, what if I stand like that? I think I do. But I just don't like how that looks. But it's, you know what? Don't know why he was made fun of for that. Yeah, well, because it seems like it would be subtle. Especially, like, the next thing I'm about to say. Especially which, since you sit in class, you know? Well, yeah. Also, so later on, he excelled in gym and uh, kind of let out his rage through, like, physical activity. Yeah, so, so he was like, what, what the fuck is his problem? I don't know. Um, but so then, the kids that he bullied him, he started to bully back because now he's physically fit and able to, like, kick their asses. No shit, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my story. <laughs> and that's why Tess is a bully now. Yeah. Um, so, basically, in high school, he was either the nicest person you could meet, if you were, like, on his good side, or the worst person. Oh, okay. He was one of those people. Yeah, psychopath. So, his relationship to Carly. So, he met Carly when she was 13. Carly Rae Jepsen? Yeah. She was 13, he was 18. Oh, I don't like that. No. And he knew her because he dated her older sister. Of course he did. Yeah. So, uh, Charles dropped out of high school and was working at a factory in town. And he was described as a bad employee and the dumbest person there. Which... Wow. Me too. (laughs) Um, Me, on the other hand, I'm a great employee and everyone loves me. And I get promotions after my first semesters. Yeah. So I'm basically Carly in this situation. <laughs> so, the and the factory that he worked at, which was a newspaper factory, uh, was close to the middle school that she went to, so he Ooh, would go and visit I her I don't like that at all. Yeah. How'd you two meet? Well, my job of my job was next to her middle school, so we hung out after yeah. school. Well, because 13 threw me off, and I remember that after 13, you are in middle school. After she got out of sixth grade mathematics. Yeah, exactly. Fucking hate that. Um, he taught her how to drive, but she crashed his dad's car. So he didn't teach her how to drive well. No. And Charles argued with his father about the whole situation and eventually got kicked out, and then he got a job as a garbage man instead. Got it. Yeah. Was he a bad employee? I don't know. I've... 
Probably. But while he was doing his job, he would uh, plan out bank robberies. Did he ever do the bank robbery? No. He would just plan them out? He would plan them out. So he would Ocean Eleven it, the whole plan. Yeah, but he never never robbed a bank. So he was like, this would work if if I had a team. But he, he never had a team. He never had a bank rob team. Yeah. I guess so. I do that too then. <laughs> well, I okay. plan out robberies <laughs> that I never go through with because I could never do them. Yeah. So, the first murder. Oh, I'm excited. Was Robert Colvett. That is his name. So, on November 30th, 1957, uh, he became angry at Robert Colvett, uh, who was a service station attendant in Lincoln, Nebraska. Or if we didn't already know the location. Wait, they're in Lincoln, Nebraska? They're in Lincoln, Nebraska. No idea. He refused to sell Charles a stuffed animal on credit. Uh, most purchases were made by cash at this place. Got it. Um, and then he returned several times during the night to purchase small items until finally bringing back a shotgun. He forced uh, Colvera to give him $100 from the register. Okay. And then he drove Colvera to a remote area where they struggled over a gun. Uh, and then he injured Colbert mm-hmm. before, so uh, stark weather killed him with a shot to the head. I don't like... Okay, you can't see it. This is a podcast, but Tess is holding a finger gun up to my head, and she tapped me with it. <laughs> um, and that freaked me out. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. He... Okay, so he couldn't buy a stuffed animal mm-hmm. on credit, so he then made smaller, many small purchases. He was like... In, I, basically, I get that he was casing the joint. Yeah, um, but if he couldn't afford the stuffed animal, I don't know. Afford the listen. This is what it's smaller. Said. Per- okay, whatever. I'm assuming well, only a hundred bucks from the register. Charles, I don't know. Listen, apparently he's dumb, so whatever. Yeah, we got that. Um, and he, so he later said that uh, after the first murder, he believed he had transcended his former self in his new plan of existence. I've transcended. <laughs> in his new plan of oh, you're like soft. Thank in you. His, <laughs> oh, God. in his new plan of existence, he was outside of the law and could commit any crime without <laughs> guilt or fear. Of I'm outside of the law. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. So then a murder spree happened. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense after the transcendence. Yeah. So, Velda and Martin Bartlett. That's the next victim. I got it. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm like not used to, like, I'm not used to reading, like, cases. You don't need to explain yourself. Just keep going. Yeah. Especially also because I have, I printed it out and. Because she was too good to use my computer to read the notes off of. No, because I, in my mind's eye, was like, oh, I use my computer to record so I can't have the screen. I didn't do this. If this is nothing against your computer, I forgot about your computer, if anything. So I'm so sorry, everyone. And she printed it out one-sided. Anyways. So Charles went to Carly's house on January 21st, 1958. Um, he fatally shot her parents and then strangled and stabbed. Oh, I know this case. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. (laughs) You ruined it. I thought I found something you didn't know about. Oh no, I know everything. No, there was like an episode of like, um, a crime to remember on it. Yeah, there were a lot of, like I, I said that there were a lot, like, talked about in TV shows and stuff. Yeah, well, I've seen one of them. I don't remember it. It Did you know that he killed her parents and then strangled and stabbed, uh... Her sibling? Her two-year-old daughter, Betty Jean. Her daughter? Or not her daughter, the parents' daughter. (laughs) Yeah. Her sister. Is there a well involved? An outhouse? No. No. Okay. 
Um, he hit the bodies behind the house, so maybe that's. It's what you're been doing. a few years, Tess. I don't remember it clearly. Okay, great. <laughs> don't you Wonderful. think I would have remembered at the beginning? Yeah. So uh, Charles Wait, later said, "What what happened? He he stabbed. He strangled okay. and stabbed the child, the and baby. they hit. He hit the bodies in the backyard. Yeah, got it. Um, and then he he later said that Carly was there the entire time, but she said that when he she arrived home, um, he met her with a gun." And okay. said that uh, her family is being held hostage. Got it. So, she's not... Yeah, so it's kind of weird. Uh, I think she was involved. Okay. Well, that we'll, was just my opinion. Okay. I don't think she was. Okay. Um, well, let's fight about it. Fist fight right now. Well, ASMR. <laughs> fist fight is. You don't, you don't do I won. Well. I won. <laughs> Lies. Lies and slander. She didn't even touch me. Neither okay. <laughs> did you. Huh? You didn't touch me either. Oh my god, Tess is abusing me on air. No! Proof that she is indeed a bully. I'm not a bully. Anyways, anyways. So, she was there, apparently, according to him. Uh, I got it. But basically, she was like going along with him because she was like he said that his her family she felt hostage. yeah she hostage. didn't want her family to die yeah little did she know they were dead already yeah um so they remained in the house until shortly before police arrived um because her grandmother was suspicious so <laughs> yeah my grandmother's suspicious yeah so the next murders robert jensen and carol king Wait, I'm sorry. Did the cops arrive while they were still in the house? Yeah, but then they left. They just left? Like, they fled the scene. Oh, got it. Yeah, they just left. They're like, hi, coppers. Gotta go. No, yeah. They were there, and then they left before... Before the cops got in. Um, so, the pair... Because... So, they drove their car into mud and abandoned the vehicle. Mm -hmm. That's how this starts. Yeah. So, and then uh, Robert Jensen and Carol King show up. They're two local teenagers. And, um... They stopped to give them a ride, but uh, Charles forced them to drive back to an abandoned storm cellar in Bennett, which I guess is some other place in Nebraska. <laughs> uh, yeah, he shot think. Jensen in the back of the head, and he attempted to rape King, but was in, unable to do so. And Carly was down for that? Were they dating? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay, they were I'm dating? Ass- I'm assuming that, yeah. I mean, they could have just been a duo. He could have had a crush on her. That's probably more or less it. I guess. You don't know the answers. I don't know the answers, but, like, I feel like if they... I think they're dating. They're probably... Yeah. Yeah. Who's to say? Probably Anyways. the internet somewhere. Yeah. Never mind. Like, it wasn't super specific as to, like... I'm assuming... I like, mean, this is the... It sounded the, like they uh, were dating, 50s. but, like, maybe he thought they were dating, and she was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe we are, maybe we aren't, you know? I don't think it was that. Okay. Anyways. He became angry with her and fatally shot her, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so then Charles... It's not funny that she died. I'm sorry. I don't know why I laughed. <laughs> fucking psychopath. <laughs> okay. I was laughing at so how weak this man Charles later admitted to shooting, Je- shooting Jensen, but claimed that, um, Carly shot King. Okay. So. And she and then, claimed that he shot King. And, yeah. Okay. Carly said that she had, uh, stayed in the car the entire time. Okay. So she wasn't, like, involved. Got it. I guess. I hear what you're saying. Why wouldn't um, you have left? Is whatever. Yeah. So the two of them then fled the scene in Jensen's car. So they have a stolen car now. Mm-hmm. Right. Next victims. Laura, or Laura, it's kind of a weird name to say. Laura. Laura Ward and Clara, his wife. 
I'm assuming she has the same last name. <laughs> All right. Wait, Laura is a guy? Laura. It's like Laura. Laura? Law. I don't know. It's Law. I guess. That's how Nebraskans speak. <laughs> I know. Laura. <laughs> Nebraskans speak like. They have the strongest Boston accent. I feel like the closest accent to a Nebraskan accent I can think of is it's like a country accent. No, it's like Sarah Palin. It's a southern, an Alaskan accent. That's it's a like southern accent. Ne- they don't have southern accents in Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, they don't. Are we certain? I'm certain. Okay. They don't. I would Who, say Sarah Palin has a so you know what to some point. Sarah Palin doesn't have a southern. No, accent. she's got a redneck it's, accent. Yeah. Okay. I sorry, I associate rednecks with southerners. Yeah. It's like a different... It, it's a different type of redneck, but yeah. Like a main redneck? It's like a Midwest, like a Midwest gonna, one. We're not going to talk about it. Anyways. We're done now. <laughs> Stop. Okay, so Charles killed the maid of those two. Her name Got was it. Lillian. There's a third one in this grouping. Sorry about that. Uh, so he killed the maid, Lillian Fency? Sure. Yeah. First, so they he broke into their house. Got it. Um, and he waited for uh, the husband and wife, Laura. Laura, I Laura Wood, Laura and Clara to return home. The Wards. So both. That's better. So, uh, Clara Ward and Carly were killed. Wait, what? So he's just like sitting on their couch, being like, "Oh, you're home early." Yeah, and then step. Where's them. Carly? You don't know. Thing. I'm sorry for asking questions. What? I'm sorry for asking questions. Well, no, I mean, again, it's up in the air, because half the time she's like, I'm in the car, and half the time he's like, no, she wasn't, Mm -hmm, so. Um, He also killed their dog by breaking its neck. How dare he? I don't know. So he later admitted to having thrown a knife at Clara, but said that uh, Carly had stabbed her numerous times. So again, it's like, what the body look like? I don't know. Wow, the 50s were a troubling time. No one kept records. (laughs) Um... No, well, she was stabbed multiple times, so I think it's, like... Then I trust him. I think Charles is telling the truth. Carly has done many murder. Okay. Many a murder. So, when they returned home that evening, um... So, she got home first. The wife got home first. Got it. And then, um, he shot the husband when he got home. Got it. Um, and then they filled, um... The couple's black 1975 Packard was stolen jewelry from the house and uh, fled Nebraska. Packard? Is that a car? Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Um, so the murders of the wards and um, Fency, who is the, the maid. The maid. Got it. They caused an uproar within Lancaster County. Um, law enforcement agencies in the region set their offices into a house-by-house search for the perpetrators of the crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Governor Victor Emanuel Anderson contacted the Nebraska National Guard and the Lincoln Chief of Police and called for a block-by-block search of that city. And after several sightings of um, Stockweather and Fugate, Charles and Carly, <laughs> got it. Um, the Lincoln Police Department department was accused of being incompetent for being unable to capture them well they're not in nebraska anymore well people were saying that they saw them just like out and about and then oh like so they like fled but like with i guess not with that much urgency Hmm. then the the police department sucks yeah well also i feel like they knew like they they must have been suspicious before because it's like obvious if 
what had happened because they knew about her family being murdered before like this these yeah. people were killed so yeah mm-hmm. all right next one i'm ready <laughs> meryl Col- collision collision collison yeah we'll go with that what's going on you would think for being in nebraska they would have like pretty easy white people names to say but i guess not last names are hard well, these aren't foreign names they're just weird names yeah i guess ward's not a hard last name no i had a teacher named john ward okay so needing a new car because of uh, the ward's car had been identified as stolen. Yeah, no shit. Um, they picked up a. They picked the couple picked on traveling salesman Merle Collison, uh, whom they found sleeping in his Buick along the highway outside Douglas, Wyoming. So they're in Wyoming now. Got it. Uh, after Collison was awakened, he was fatally shot, and um, Charles later accused Carly of performing a coup de grace. Mercy killing. Thank you. After his shotgun jammed, um, Charles mm-hmm. claimed that Carly was the most trigger hap- happy person he had ever met. I trust him. Okay. Uh, Carly denied ever having killed anyone. I don't trust her. Okay. The bitch is a liar. Okay. Um, Why would you just sit in the car? Okay. Why wouldn't we'll you have, try and listen, leave? Let me get through and then we can have this argument. So, the salesman car had um, a parking brake, which was something new to uh, Charles. I love parking brakes. <laughs> While he attempted to drive away, the car stalled because the brake had not been released, and he tried to restart the engine, and a passing motorist stopped to help. Um, then Charles threatened him with the rifle and no, an the altercation. No, dude was helping ensued. him. He's crazy. So stupid. <laughs> so, an altercation ensued, and um, at the moment... At that moment, a deputy sheriff arrived on the scene. Oh my god, everyone's ran, here. And Carly ran to him yelling to the effect of, uh, it's, it's stark weather, he's going to kill me. Okay. And then after a car chase, they got captured by police. So they're There gone. was a car chase? There was a car but chase. But his car stopped. Oh, okay, no, no, so this is what happened with the car chase. Maybe he figured it out. <laughs> Maybe he let the passing motorist help him out first, and then he was like, now yeah. you're going to die. No, so they drove away, and then, um, what was it? It was a, oh, so a bullet hit, they like, the police shot at the car, and Got a it. glass hit Charles, and he was bleeding. Uh-huh. And he pulled over and surrendered, because he thought he was going to bleed to death. Yeah. Yeah. I do it. And then the cops, like, they, I forgot what, what the phrase they used. Put your hands up. No, no, no. You're under arrest. No. To describe him for pulling over. They were basically like, oh, what a pussy he pulled over because he was bleeding. (laughs) That's like Okay, cops, guess you didn't want to get the man. They said it in a more like 50s way. Anyways. He was a The trial. (laughs) Starkweather first said that he had uh, kidnapped Carly and that she had nothing to do with the murders. So that was his first statement. Okay. However... He changed his story several times. Oh, well. He testified against her at her trial, saying that she was a willing participant. And then Carly had always managed that uh, Charles was holding her hostage and threatening to kill her family, claiming she was unaware they were already dead. I mean, when did you say that, too? Let me finish. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I get it. He changed his story, so maybe Carly wasn't lying, but yeah. still... So, the judge, Harry Spencer, did not believe Carly was held hostage by uh, Starkweather, as he determined she had numerous opportunities to escape. See? That's what I'm saying. 
That's what, like, there's a debate, yeah. So, um, when Starkweather was first taken to the Nebraska penitentiary after his trial, he said that he believed that he was supposed to die. <laughs> but uh, he pulled his car over while he was bleeding. Well, that's, that's why, I, th- I think that's what he meant. He thought he was, like, supposed to die there, because he was like, oh, I've lost blood, so I was supposed to die. So that's why he gave up, because he thought he was just gonna okay. get, get got anyways. Um, and he said that um, if he, but then he said if he was going to be executed, then Carly should also be. Yeah, it's only fair. Yeah. So um, he was convicted for the murder of Jensen, um, the only murder for which he was tried, and he was sentenced to death. And um, was Jensen ex- was he was Meryl? No, it wasn't. It was Jensen the- was. Who's the first one? The the guy at the Jensen was the second one. Okay. So he's um, the. When he was stealing the car. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so it's the ones right after her family. Got it. Um, so he, and then he was uh, executed by electric chair at um, the Nebraska State Penitentiary in Lincoln, Nebraska. Wait, is it in Lincoln, Nebraska? I don't know why it, that's come up so many times. because Wikipedia likes to repeat itself. Yeah. Um, and then he was buried in... <laughs> Say it. Was it Lincoln, Nebraska? No, it's just a hard to pronounce cemetery <laughs> name in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> Wait, long... I'm gonna try and say it. Where am I supposed to be looking? Right there. Y- Yuka. Yuka. But there's with a the side W. w. <laughs> um, Yuka. Along with five of his victims, he was buried there. Oh. Uh, including Mr. and Mrs. Carl Ward, the uh, couple that I got sold I the second car from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Carly was convicted as an accomplice and received a life sentence. Um, and, and then she was still in prison today. No, I'm kidding. She was, was paroled in June 1976. <laughs> that was like 70 years ago. <laughs> she was paroled in June 1976 after serving 17 and a half years, and um, she settled in Lansing, Michigan, and changed her name and worked as a janitor at a Lansing hospital. Wow. So, in total, he, they killed 11 people and two dogs. And Two dogs? Two family dogs, and the ages of their victim range from 16 to 70. What about the little brother, the little sister? Well, okay. Two to 70. Thank you. Yeah. That's important. And that is those two. Cool. Um, Yeah. I don't know if she did. I definitely think she could have tried harder to <laughs> get him caught, but I don't know. I don't know if she killed anyone. In the video I saw, she was in on it. She was like, yeah. Was it a documentary or was it like a dramatization? Well, it was like a documentary with like actors. Okay. Not like a not like a um, not like that Zac Efron movie about Ted Bundy. Like it was like a voiced over but then they also had like oh like okay so it's a a documentary yeah it was a documentary okay i wasn't just watching a movie about it all right well yeah because i don't think there is a movie about this it'd be short um anyway if you like listening to our podcast and you want to help us make this podcast better it'd be really great if you could support us on patreon um, it's you can give one dollar a month or as much as you want a month um, to help us keep this podcast going and making it better because this podcast is not free to make but it's free for you. <laughs> um, so if you want to support us, 
please uh, support us on our Patreon account. Yeah. Thank you. That was my ad read. Was it good? Yeah. Well, for a second, I was like, are you just going to end the episode? I was like, you didn't do Thanks, it Thanks. Bye. <laughs> You're just used to me ending it out. And that's our podcast. No, and no, I'm ready. I was just, that was our centerpiece. Okay. Hang on. We're slamming outside our house. I think my suitcase probably just fell over. Okay. What are you pointing at? Well, I was pointing at the door that made a sound because it was kind of scary. I thought you were like, there's something in the door. No. Well, no. <laughs> Listen, I just, anytime a door moves, because my window's not open, so it didn't blow it. That was something outside the door, Tess. Oh, it sounded like my door. No, it was probably one of our roommates. So- <laughs> something tapping on my door. Ooh. Anyways. <laughs> there's someone on the stick. It's not important. Okay. All right. So now what you all, Vaunch, have been waiting for... Um, so I'm comparing it to The End of the Fucking World, um, which came out in 2017, and it's a TV series on Netflix, starring Jessica Barden and Alex Lothar. I think I said his last name wrong. Um, they're British. I'm going to tell you where they're from. So Alex, he plays James. Mm-hmm. Um, he is from Black Mirror, the... Uh, don't shoot the DJ episode, something like that. Okay. Or maybe it's a dance. He's from the episode where he looks at kitty porn. Um, and then the girl um, who plays Alyssa is from New Romantics, which is an amazing movie and everyone should watch it. If you're like me and will never fall in love, it's a great movie to watch. <laughs> it's not cynical at all. It's about um, sugar babies. And it seems nice. So, I've been told by numerous people when I had different hair that I have now that I looked like her, which was kind of odd, but in the series, she cuts her hair to have blonde hair with bangs. What's her name again? I'm going to Google images. Her name is Jessica, Jessica Barden. Barden. Okay. I don't actually look like her. She's just short, and I had blonde hair with bangs. Um, so, the premise of it is there's this kid named... Um, James and he's a psych he's a sociopath and he's like I want to kill somebody and we're like got it and then he meets up with this bitchy little girl named Alyssa they're not she's not little they're the same age mm-hmm. and she's like hey um you want to make out or something and so then he's like yes and then they uh steal their, his father's car because he's planning on killing her stay with me and mm-hmm. then they run away together okay but she does not know that he wants to kill her yeah. And they go on this cute little adventure where they break into a house. They kill a person. Well, they don't kill a person. Um, so what happens is, like, they break into this house, and there's a guy there mm-hmm. who has, like, um, I, he, I watched this last year, or two years ago, but <laughs> he had, like, what I believe was, like, pictures of, like, he used to, like, sexually assaults and or murder women uh-huh. and they find it and then he like attacks Alyssa or something and they end up killing him right yeah and they run away okay. and then they cut their hair and then they get in some accidents and then um they go to some places mm-hmm. and then spoilers if you are never going to finish the show he gets shot in the end the the James who's a so- sociopath but then he, he actually does fall for the girl, and they become friends. And he's like, I guess I won't kill her, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, the comparison, quite easily, Charles is James. Well, yeah. Carly is Alyssa. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, you know, 
similar, except Alyssa's the one that's like, steal your dad's car, let's go. Except in this So in, in this, this universe, universe, she's in on it. Yes, obviously. She's not in on it to kill. She's in on it for an adventure. But I'm sure this girl would be kind of down to kill. Yeah. She down. She's I like, saw her haircut with a bleach hair with bangs. She looks like she would be down to kill someone. Well, she had a different haircut. That was after they had to change their attire. I know. Um, I can see why you said you look like but, her based purely on the fact that you would dress the same and have the same haircut. Yeah, I had a big brown jacket, too. Yeah. No, there's like... She's super device. cute, so I'm like fine with it. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I That's like in your top three lookalikes is her, Dakota Fanning... Or it not Dakota, like Fanning. Dakota Fanning. <laughs> What's the girl from Dakota... Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Fifty Shades of Grey, bitches. That's me. Yeah. That's how you all should imagine me. Yeah. And now, now that you say it, Nicole Kidman, only in the sense that you do have the same, like, you have similar eyes. I look nothing like Nicole Kidman. We both have hooded eyes. Yeah. But, but you have red hair are from bangs. plastic surgery. Yeah, I have red hair and bangs. Yeah. So at the moment... You're a mix of Nicole Kidman and Dakota Johnson for your celebrity lookalikes. Thank you. I look nothing like Nicole Kidman. Um, <laughs> and I'm saying that because I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea of what I look like. <laughs> uh, so it's it's pretty straightforward, except in, in my version. Um, James would be like, hey, Alyssa, we should um, go for a ride. And she'll be like, got it. And then they go for a ride. And then they kill some people. They fuck some shit up. They don't, I don't, they don't, like, I hate, they murder that person, but, like, it's not, like, cynical, you know what I mean? Mm. It's out of necessity. He was, like, attacking her. Okay. But, like, in my version of this show, they break into a house and just kill a guy. And then they break into another house and kill people. They don't kill that many people. <laughs> mm. And then I think they meet up with her father or something. It's been two years, and I'm really sorry for butchering this sponge. Um, but I'll just go into the show. It's a great show. Everyone should watch it. It's British. They have British accents. It's um, shot really well. There's, like, a scene where they crash a car, and then it lights on fire, and the dude's shirt is off, and he it's funny. It's a very funny show. It's um, She's very funny. He's weird. I didn't like him. Um, and... Um, there's like a scene where she's gonna have sex with this dude she found on the street mm-hmm. in the house and she's just like you know what I've decided I don't want to have sex anymore it's very Scott Pilgrim versus the world and he's like you can't just do that and she's like I made my decision get off of me go yeah it's great I love it um so if you're into British shows or anything really into the fucking world's pretty good to watch Okay. I haven't watched it, obviously, because that's why this laid out like this, but maybe I'll watch it. We watched it all in one um, go, so you can do it, too. Okay. Season two is coming out. Um, Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jessica Barden is the only character that's going to be in both seasons. That's the the girl. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But, because obviously the, the yeah. guy dies. But I have some fun facts that I'm going to hit you with. Okay. Um, so when they have the flashbacks in the show, they're not, like, filtered. They are at a 4-3 aspect ratio, which is standard for TVs before 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on a graphic novel. Oh, um, that's yeah. dope. I it, read the graphic novel. It was written and illustrated by Charles Forsman. 
who is often referred to as a left-handed Frank Miller. Um, Chuck's numerous creative credits also include guest hosting on the popular podcast Paper Keg. Mm. I've never listened to it. Um, yep. And so this, these contain spoilers. So... As the show progresses, James becomes more human and less psychopathic. His clothes shift from very dark to very bright, associated with, associated with his change in personality. He ends up, like, at the end wearing, like, a floral shirt. Mm-hmm. A floral button-down, like Hopper. Yeah. Uh, even though they play 17-year-olds in the show, they're actually 25 and 22 years old. Really? That, that old? They look so young. Oh, yeah. The girl's so short. It's really funny. And he kind of has that little baby face going for him. Yeah, yeah. Don't we all? Uh-hmm. In the show, so James has, like, a deep-fried hand. He's just, he's got, like, a messed-up hand. Mm -hmm. And it's because he put it in the deep-fryer, but in the novel, he puts it down the garbage disposal in a kitchen sink. And I believe it was because he wanted to feel pain or something. Mm -hmm. Because at one point in the movie, he, like, pays someone to punch him in the face. Mm -hmm. Just, like, if you're not a psychopath, then don't do that. Um, So that's that's all the trivia that this site has. Interesting. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Garbage disposal hand. Ugh. I know, right? It's upsetting. There was this TV show I watched called Dead of Summer, which I highly recommend. Um, but it took place in the 80s, but then there's a scene where there's a little mouse hamster thing, and you're like, where's the hamster? And then it shows us the sink, and you're like, oh, no. Oh. And, yeah, the hamster was down the garbage disposal, and it really hurts me every time. Mm. Yeah. That's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Well... Um, which I think Stranger this unrelated but just it's another Netflix show Stranger Things season 3 is out we have not watched all of it we've watched the first few episodes but so far the review very good. good we'll see how it ends and then maybe next week I'll have a different opinion but so far I'm loving it <laughs> I enjoy it I think it's good yeah Um. anything else Um, we are still listening to all the podcasts by um, the Public Radio Alliance, which is Pacific Northwest's radio podcast hosts. Um, we started listening to Tannis in the car, or I forced them to, and I'm still listening to it, but it's very good. You should listen to the Black Tapes first. Mm-hmm. Tannis second. It's still ongoing. And then while you're listening to Tannis, also listen to Rabbits. And then while you're listening to Rabbits and Tannis, you can jump in to The Last Movie, which is another podcast by the Public Radio Alliance oh, wow. starring Nick Silver, which is the same guy who hosts Tannis. Cool. It's about the last, it's called The Last Movie because it's about a movie that kills you. It's the last movie you'll ever see. I hate those kind of things, like urban legendy kind of stuff. Oof. And that's why Tess doesn't finish the podcast I recommend her. I'm still listening to the black tapes. Oh, okay. I think the reason I don't finish them is because after a while, I'm like, I want to listen to something else. And then I go, I switch around too much. Yeah. Like I couldn't listen to the same podcast for a day. I did. So yeah, there's the yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's television for your ears. Okay. <laughs> um. What else? Anything else? No. This cool. has been our podcast. Yeah. Um. So tested the case this week, and I did the other one, 
but it's such an easy comparison that there's not a lot of explaining to do. So I hope you like this episode, Vaunch. We did do your show. We chose a case for it specifically. Um, and if you want to request a show or a case, then um, become a Patreon supporter and you can. It's yeah. worth it. I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for listening. And don't kill anyone. Bye.